Plus, good evening, Mets fans, and welcome back to the Plus Good Evening Podcast, episode 86 here on PGE. Sam Lebowitz and Jack Hendon bringing you another episode of the podcast. And we have some special guests today, um, and this is going to be a wild one, I think. We're going to devolve into madness fairly quickly because the lead-up to this podcast, if you could have been in the Zoom room with us, I'm already losing it because the chat is... We have Rich Staff on the podcast. We also have Abigail Noy, two of our Twitter friends, two friends of the podcast. They're trying to throw me off my game in the chat right now. I will not have it. I will not have it, Richard. I will not. We're doing this a special two-guest episode because it's the 86th episode of the podcast. And 86 is a special number in Mets history. And so we figured we'd bring on two of our what we thought were our favorite guests. They're currently my least favorite guests. <laughs> All right, Jack, Abigail, Richard, welcome to PGE again. Thank, thank you so much. I had to mute myself. I yeah, was laughing I, too much. I wish you your video off. What? This is going to devolve very quickly, and it already has, into absolute madness because Richard Staff just sent <laughs> – as I was doing the intro, he sent me DMs in the Zoom chat that said, PP poo poo XD, eat to poo poo XD. I, I didn't I can't... think you were going to read those. Yeah. Explain the well, rest. You probably, Rich, didn't think that I was going to read them. I'm, I'm going to. I'm gonna I was mark hoping me. you would. Yeah. Well, good, because I did. And I hated every second of it. <laughs> I was looking away from the screen as I was doing the intro. <laughs> Rich, Rich just. We shouldn't have let him get zonked before this. This was a mistake. Rich just, Rich just sent, uh, my name is Sam, and I am a big, dumb idiot. This is going to be wow. a mess, guys. I, I can't believe you'd say that about him. No, I'm I'm not Sam. I'm Sam, Sam. could you uh, confirm? I'm Sam. She was reading it because you sent it. Could you read it? <laughs> oh, my God. Is this, this your handwriting? <laughs> All right, so the Mets uh, have seen their NL East lead shrink from uh, five the last time we spoke to you to now three and a half. They took two or three from the Rangers this week after getting absolutely smacked around by the Astros again. God, that sucked. Um, <laughs> I'm struggling here, Jack. You want to try to take over? Well, People yeah, are gonna it, was love this episode. It, was, it was literally Jason Castro in the second game. I mean, yeah, like a guy who was hitting 095. It was such a bummer. That and with two outs and two strikes, like that just can't happen. Um, I mean, if Taiwan Walker is giving you seven scoreless innings, uh but the this past series was fun. Like it seems like Eduardo Escobar is back, which is like really good timing, like direly, desperately needed him to start hitting again. Um, especially because like Yorme is now not hitting, but um, Yorme um, hit today, so maybe they all hit today. James McCann, James McCann hit a double today. Okay, like if he we're used gonna... to hit at least one a year. Yeah, and Dom Smith had two hits. Right, he had his second like like good game. Yeah, yeah, he had what a double and a single. Did I, I think so. Yeah, up? he also lost his glove in the middle of a play. That was a weird play. I was, was listening to the Astros radio broadcast because I'm a broadcasting nerd who does that we sometimes. Get it. And they, they, it was the double, whatever, the Brad Miller double, and they were like 
they thought that Dom Smith like tried to throw his glove at the ball. Well, that's, that's usually what happens yeah, if you lose your glove like that. So they're trying to hit it. They're trying to it which hit. Is, it hit the base and it just like went it, straight up into the air. Can yeah. he hit? What? Can, can Dom? Can he Dom hit? I'm not sure what the question is. Oh, I see. I see. I see. I see. At that right, at that rate, at that price point, he can hit. Right. How about you could hit me, Poppy? So, Rich, I was supposed to be back an hour ago, roughly. Uh, My game tonight went long for really, really dumb reasons. And I think in that time, Rich just like shotgunned a, a couple beers or had a couple shots. Rich, are you zonked? Is that what's happening right now? Don't spread lies about me, and we'll have a good night. You know what? You know what I bet Sam is thinking right now? Pleasant good evening, maybe? I should go to sleep. No, I think he's thinking, gee, it sure would be swell to get out of here, you know? I, I think that's a reference. To you know what I'm thinking? Abigail. I'm starting. Yeah, she she has, we'll get to this, but we'll get really, to that. Really we'll, fun idea. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, well, we I actually have a, have a question. ideas on tap which I don't think we've actually just like unpacked yet. It is episode 86. We had a couple little things that we wanted to do to bring us back to 86, just because uh, of how good the team is. And we will never have another episode 86 again, right? It's only right. Um, Abigail had the suggestion that we just entirely speak only in lines from films from the 80s or from 86 no, from 86 from and i do want to be clear i was saying it uh as a bit like as a little stink oh well it's too late uh, but, I'm doing the lines but then the jack tune, jack so. liked it and so uh i've chosen my movie yeah i'm doing um, platoon um i'm too i'm doing the saddest movie of all time that's, is that's platoon the saddest movie of all time uh it's the saddest movie you I know what happened. i think is do you know what i think is smart about you choosing platoon is just, that the 1986 Mets, you know, there was drug usage. Oh, she's going right? to do a Charlie Sheen thing now. No. Oh, no. That's a great point. I was going to well, say. They were a platoon. I was going to say, I was going to say Oliver Stone. Well, the Wally Backman, Tim Tuffle of it all was a platoon. Lenny Dykstra, Mookie Wilson for all a minute. It, yeah. Think, things of that nature. Why mm-hmm. does one half of every platoon turn into a crank? discuss and i do want to be clear um i'm not uh saying anything out of turn like oliver stone has talked about his cocaine usage so, oh that's what we ask him that's yeah he was the director of that's Persons. what you mean with 86 mets oh yeah, yeah. well unfortunately yeah. yeah we didn't bring um we didn't bring any onto the podcast so that's that's off the table um literally I, while i'm here i would like to say uh howard the duck Open parenthesis, 1986, close parentheses. Uh, Hi, honey, this is your mother. Listen, I know you're very busy with the new job. Uh, please try and call us. Did you get the birthday sweater we sent? That's as far as I'm going to go. There are Mets fans who are listening to this who still do not know that this is a Mets podcast. Do you guys want to know something? Is that um, Leah Thompson, one of the stars of Howard the Duck, uh seems like a really lovely lady okay cool i just want to i didn't know point that. that out I don't, oh, know. I don't know leah thompson yeah. she's the the mom from back to the future so we got a leah yeah. thompson reference before we talked about max scherzer um which i did not think was going to happen in this one 
Um, we can. Character we can... <laughs> he's an he's a crazy pitcher, Rich. I don't Rich. I feel like we can rein it in a little bit, and like, I know it's not going to happen, and it's no, only going to get worse but... if I try to talk about it. Um, which I'm okay with. I'm I'm at peace. I think with the way that this is going to go. We will. We should probably just get the little tidbits about the Mets that we wanted to talk about out of the way. We talked about the game results this week. We talked about the standings in those games. Eduardo Escobar homered in all three games against the Rangers. That was pretty cool and neat. And also, um, John Gray was not very good for the Rangers. Rich, I know what you're thinking. Don't say it. Please don't. John. Nope. Gray. We're cutting this part. We're cutting this part. Cannot uh, happen. Not James letting Patterson. it happen. Um, um, yeah. Anyways, still, the Mets took two out of three. That was neat and cool. We enjoyed that part. Uh, also nice to see Escobar's home runs in, you know, different uh, different parts of the park. Sometimes he uh, has trouble hitting. So what is happening? <laughs> Rich is just like completely like just using the the chat feature to I, advantage I'm gonna, right now. I, I really never we have never never once used the chat feature in these years. I really like Eduardo Escobar, and I know that he was uh, his comments. What was it last week? Actually, About his two weeks ago. Yeah, they just they bummed me out so much because he clearly is like a great dude and. Everyone in the clubhouse loves him. Like, I love his friendship with Pete. I think is so cute. Um, and to hear him be like, I'm going to like give them something to cheer for. I was like, oh, that's so, you know, it stinks to feel. So I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm really glad that he seems to be uh, heating up. Yeah, Total he power. loves uh, eating meat too. Shout out to Brazilian sure, steak. Sure. Yeah. That was, um, I mean, the Friday Homer too was just like, I think that the narrative with Escobar has always been, even from before he was in that, like the power is there, but literally it's like sneaking over the wall power. It's never like what he did on Friday. Yeah. Power. yeah. Like that was, that yeah. was actually like, yeah, like a no doubter. That, like, I like, watch where I'm yeah. like, holy shit. Home he's run. like a, he's like a 98 mile an hour exit velo fly ball guy. Mm-hmm. Um, not there. He, he, not there. And not on that he, one. He also hit home runs from both sides of the plate this weekend too, which is cool because the right side has been his better side this year. Mm-hmm. And he hit two left-handed homers. Which that is cool. what I was starting to say before um, Rich Threw derailed me. Yeah. yeah. What did I yeah. do? <laughs> what didn't you do? Not enough you know impressions yet. You know what you did. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna get so much Rich, of Rich's friends. Rich, when do we when do we get your Kermit? You don't. That's. That's oh, the one man. I have to hide away for Patreon subscribers only. Mm, okay. <laughs> we don't so have we, one of those. Yeah. We, Rich, we know what we have to trade in order to get Kermit. I don't know if Jack's willing to do that. What? No, I'm not. I'm not doing it. Oh, it's it's okay. off the oh. table. We're not okay. going there either. Okay. So it's not. Uh, so we're going to redact it. Okay. Um, uh, Max so Scherzer Escobar. Is, is, so Escobar good. Max Scherzer is coming back Tuesday. He will Hell face, yeah. He will start against the Reds. And his first start coming back from the injured list after his second rehab start. That's good. We like that. He'll throw about 90 pitches. Chris Bassett, um, a vaxxed legend, is on the COVID aisle. Uh, scratch from a start. We had to endure David. We thought we were going to have to endure David Peterson. But 
David pitched, Peterson was good. Uh, pitched a nice game. It was good. A lot better than T Dub. A lot better mm-hmm. than John Neese on a on a night that he was expecting a baby. And certainly, um, if you you know just see that they scored three runs, like it didn't look like they scored three runs from how he was pitching. Like right. two two of those runs were on solo homers. He looked sharp. A lot yeah. of strikeouts. Yeah, a lot of strikeouts. So it was yeah. it ten strikeouts? In- Do, yeah. Was it was it, it that was in his past days. two games he's had eighteen strikeouts? Did I, I make that, that up? Uh, I think that's I think that's I think that's right. Basically, Miles right. His start in Miami was pretty good. I would yeah, not be surprised yeah. if that was an eight strikeout. That he went seven innings that one. Yeah, like, yeah. He's definitely like separated himself from Trevor Williams, which like it's not one of those things where like you really want a clear answer that one guy's worse than the other. But like Peterson actually gives you some sort of hope as a guy who can at least to this point go like six innings in a start now. Yeah. Um, as far as how much longer they're going to need that, like, I don't know, because Bassett's injury, his, his IL stint is going to be very, very brief. Scherzer's going to be back now. Like, Williams maybe gets bumped to the pen when we have the five in place that we do. Yeah, I've, um, had, a, I've had enough, I think, with uh, Trevor Williams. That was, sure. a rough, that was a rough one on Saturday. Um, yeah. Although I will say that it has helped me finalize um, something that I wish to be part of my brand from now on which is um, Jonah Heim supremacy. I think that I'm a Jonah Heim fan now. No, don't do that. I thought this was a Mets podcast. Yeah, what is this? Well, what if... We were lied to. What if trade for Jonah Heim? Putting it out there. Switch it and catch it with pop. Wait, but we have... We have have such good... We have our little fire catchers. Now it's AAA. Such That's good true. That's true. Yes. Alvarez is in AAA. And Scherzer, Scherzer made a point of it too. Part of why he's getting promoted yeah. is because of how well he worked with a big league pitcher of that caliber who liked him. So like that's yeah but i i also think like yeah you can trade for a catcher if you want do you guys have any info on whether or not um Heim comes up to the plate to Heim songs? Yeah, I do. Do you what's the answer? I'm not at liberty to discuss that. Oh, okay. Oh, we'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk about well, I'm it later. Glad we, glad we covered that. Yeah, we'll that talk about it later. Yeah. It's classified. Um, anyways, so Scherzer good, Trevor Williams bad, Jonah Heim good. Jacob uh, DeGrom. 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 Jacob DeGrom. That's the big one. I feel like this has become almost a joint. When I was writing this script, I thought about this. Like, obviously, this is an 86 celebration. And like I said, like, we have some stuff we're going to do. We're going to get there very soon. Um, but I'm also probably drinking to Jacob deGrom's rehab start tonight. Like that was in itself something that was just like, nothing went wrong at all. He was hitting a hundred. How many times did he, I think I wrote it down. It was like 24 pitches and like seven of them were a hundred yeah. miles per hour or, or more. He um, had, he had, he struck out his first five hitters before hitting his last hitter and leaving. He in his, I don't know the final numbers, but I know that in his first 18 pitches, he had um, eight whiffs. I saw that, yeah. Um, also, we have hit our first 10-minute um, warning, which is we are only about 15 minutes into this podcast, which means... But we covered a lot. Uh, we have covered a lot, so we will try to find a pausing point within the next nine minutes and 37 seconds. Um, and then restart another Zoom. You, the listener, won't even know. That's great. Um, yeah, uh, I felt bad for those like 
Can you imagine? Be like, and you're like a 19 year old, like 12th round draft pick. I mean, obviously it's like the biggest like badge of honor. Like it's so cool, but it's like, I struck out against Jacob DeGrom and it was also the worst experience of my career. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure at least one of them has definitely tweeted something about how they could probably hit a hundred miles per hour, you know, at least once. So like at least one of them, I don't feel bad. Like, because everyone thinks that they can just like reach out and tap something. I, I like, don't think that. No, no. I, well, I know for a fact, couldn't do it. This girl, absolutely not. Four fifty. Give yourself a little bit of credit. No, it, I give myself no credit. You could probably do it. Just I couldn't just do try. It. No, it sounds scary. You apply yourself. Wear your bootstrap. Yeah, that's like, some that's some nineteen eighty six shit right there. <laughs> Where are your bootstraps, Abigail? Come on. Oh Hold yourself up by him. Come on. No, that's that's the, the one point, person, Sam. That's what that's, they're saying. That's they're a glass ceiling that you should not be afraid of. Wow. I'm just chilling oh, in Cedar Rapids. Goodness. Was that wow. not a good was that bad? I wish We're I had a good I wish I had a good uh a good Owen Wilson. You know? Wow. That's not bad. I it's like I Said it, I once said it and it was like pretty good and I've been trying to catch it since do it like for, it was like an accident I can't the do listeners. it listeners do it no hit them with wow. a little bit of that, that. wow it's wow. yeah it's that nasally oh no wow. good. I like him wow she's gonna do it for the chat wow wow Go ahead. <laughs> that's really good do you remember that movie he was in where he played like a Washington Nationals pitcher or something? Yeah, it's called that? How Do You Know? Yeah, uh, that was uh, it's directed by too. it's directed by James L. Brooks yeah. and it stars uh, Reese Witherspoon, uh, Jack Nicholson, Owen Wilson and Paul Rudd. Catherine Hahn is also in it. Oh, um, she's you. I've never you, I've never seen it. I want to be clear. You have the wrong. I think that was Night at the Museum, too. You made that joke already. No, I wasn't sure that, that it landed. It didn't own that bozo. The problem was that I had already started describing what the actual movie was. You're talking to the movie expert too, like yeah. Have you seen her actordal scores? Hey, all right. Hey. She's one of one. It's That's all she only. Needs. <laughs> it's the thing that I'm best at. Yeah. So yeah, Jacob Degrom, good. I'm trying to think about. Well, there was the All Star Game voting. Which... Sorry, I do need to backtrack. Sam, it Sorry. was a good joke. Thing. No, oh, don't give them that. No, because I think it was, and I feel bad having said it wasn't because I think it was genuinely a good joke. You don't have to after the. Glass I understand that I don't have to. No, I, you I don't have to. I'm not gonna lie. I appreciate that. That's yeah, cool. and I like that you chose two. You know. Yeah, that makes going you... with a sequel. Yeah. Well, because that's that one. That's the one in DC, right? That's at the Smithsonian. Aren't they both? Isn't that no. in? That's no, the one. Isn't, 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 the, isn't the Smithsonian the third one? No, 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 no. Oh, wait, which one's the third one? Is there a third one? Yeah. Oh, which one's Rami Malik in? Who's of all? That's he's the in the second. One. He's in the second one. Then he's what's the, first the third one. one called? He's in the first one. Rami Malik is so in the, the first one. So the first one is just Night at the Museum. The second one is yes. Battle for the Smithsonian? Yes. The second one is what? Curse of the Black Pearl. That's- yeah, it's uh, Dead Men Tell No Tales. I think it it's might actually, actually platoon. Owen Wilson that's... and Rami Malek were actually in platoon. Let me get uh, back to the How with the Duck script here. Jack, there are bad boobs eventually. <laughs> there are. They're they're on a duck though. That's. Wait, was that the part where they said, "Luke, you are a new hope. We need you to help win this a uh, Star Wars." 
So they were moving forward. Hold on a second. Line. A New Hope is from 1977, Sam. Yeah, I'm not pulling. We're doing 86 me. movies. Is this gimmick a joke? We were just you? talking about Night at the Museum. Right, but that came from a, a different thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Sam, you're kind of you're kind of like stomping all over the bit. I I'm, just, a little, I mean I'm a little I'm a little all over the place tonight. You know, I have Zomp. so I have so so many strong reservations. Like dinner? No reservations. Now that's a good movie. That's that's got um Reservoir Dogs. No, uh, we, this guy's Quentin. I'm Quentin quoting my movie, Mr. Khalil Green. What about Khalil Green? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Let's just do that, Mr. Sean Green. Um, Mr. Other Sean Green. Mr. Sean Green. Mr. Mordecai Three Finger Brown. Mr. Gabe White. Mr. Uh, Vita Blue. Mr. Vita Walter Blue. White. There's no pink. There's no pink. Um, in baseball. How about Mr. Comic no, there's Pinko, no Sean Doolittle? In baseball. Yeah, and again, not a 1986 movie. This is a mess. Yeah. You're a more mess. Like, more like Mets. I don't yeah. know. I'm sorry. I, it gets worse. No, no, keep going with that one. We got something going here. <laughs> All I'm saying is just because you put a strange and interesting guest in the window doesn't mean that it'll bring customers. You know what I mean? She is still quoting that movie. I am, and you guys. Oh, but it also applies to Rich. Figured Dad. out what it is, which is weird. It also applies to our strange and interesting guest who is in the Zoom window without showing face. We don't know what Richard Staff looks like. I know what Richard Staff looks like. Yeah, I, she does. But I've, the two I've, of you, you're I not have, allowed. I have met him numerous times. I vaguely know what he looks like, but I only have a picture for reference. Okay, the the story I was told was that Rich does not have a laptop. And he doesn't. Yeah, and and doesn't have a webcam. He's going on. Hmm. Yes, I have also been told that he doesn't have a webcam. So it's true. You gonna yeah. believe him? I believe Rich. Um, Why wouldn't so you believe me? He, when have I been wrong? Or he lied said, ever? He told me, Rich. You told me that if you if we really wanted a camera, you would have to go off your phone, and it would sound terrible and look terrible. Correct. What you didn't consider was that you could open the Zoom window on both your computer and your phone, mute it on your phone, and just show face. I mean, that seems like a lot of work for an audio medium. Yeah, but it, it's to our benefit. Right, but I yeah, think this, that this, is, this is more about your listeners. It would, yeah, yeah right. I, I don't like you do that much. I'm not going to go through that much effort. <laughs> I didn't ask for it. That was... I, I feel I, like... I feel Maybe like if you asked, I would, but not Sam. He's you, he's you very rude I, recently. Rich, you, you and I had a deal, man. And all you had to do was accept the deal, and you didn't accept the deal. I don't what remember any that? deals. You know the deal. Excuse me? What? I'm going to put the deal in the chat. You propositioning me live on the podcast? Going back for a second. Oh, my gosh. I'm bringing this back to Jacob DeGrom. How about Back to the Future, 1985? Hey, hey, Leah Thompson. We're going to have to go back to, uh, like, we're going to have to obviously see these things tomorrow also on the 4th of July. We're recording Sunday the 3rd, by the way. Um, It's like 11 p.m. right now, but... Uh, these uniforms that Jacob deGrom and co were wearing so ugly so ugly I you know I don't think obviously this is you know not a not a major league team but I don't think that any of the camo uniforms ever really work 
Well, because I know that the Mets one's always just like, it's just like their uniforms are good. Like, don't what is you know? Right. I just don't. I don't think the aesthetic like looks very good. I don't like writing on camo either. Just that's. I think that's the biggest problem with like just spreading an American flag over the camo. It's like, well, why are we camouflaging? You know, it's like and just there isn't really a way to differentiate any of these teams. I think the caps are also just like hideous. Yeah. Like, and I'm pretty sure they violate flag code. Like the whole idea about like putting the American flag on merchandise. I think Sam is trying to get your attention. Yeah, we are coming close to the, yes. We have less than a minute before we have to start a museum, but I wanted to quickly give my take on this because my team tonight, the Whitey Red Sox on Cape Cod were wearing a camo jerseys mm-hmm. because every Friday the home team in a Cape Cod game wears the same red jerseys that says Cape Cod and script across the front in camo script. And it looks, I, I'm not a fan of the what? visual. It's red with okay. camo lettering. That and seems it, tough to read. No. Yeah. We're about to get kicked. So we're going to pause for station ID. When we come back, we'll pick this up. We'll talk all-star voting. We'll talk 1986. So just stay tuned. Insert ad here. And we're back on the Pleasant Good Evening podcast, seamlessly edited by yours truly for your listening pleasure, Sam Lebowitz, Jack Hendon, Richard Staff, and the lovely Abigail Noy. Thank you so much. You're, you're, you're welcome. We're, we're happy to be back on the pod. And uh, after a brief delay on our end, getting Rich back into the Zoom because his dog needed attention, um, we were talking about we were about to move on to all-star game voting because it's a sham. It stinks. And yes, Pete Alonso should be a finalist. That's fine. Starling Marte being a finalist is like goofy to me because he's been what? like fine. Because okay. he's hot. He is hot. He's OPSing like nine. He's killing it right now. He, I, you're getting wow. trounced. Wow. For this I one. can't believe this is what we're finding out. I, His numbers overall are not. He's not one of the best three outfielders in the National League by numbers. Sure. Ugh, sure. I'd love numbers. But he's not. Yeah, I'm Sam. He's he's not. Um, oh, you're Abigail. He's not top three. No. Uh, I'm Sam. Top, top five, six is like debatable. I think there's a lot more wrong with that voting setup. Like Adam Duvall is like fifth right now, which is just ridiculous. Like he's got negative war and Braves fans all <laughs> you know, stuff the ballot box. And now he gets, he gets to move on to the next round. Like I will say in defense, I think there are people on this Mets roster who are more deserving of advancing than Marty was like McNeil. 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 McNeil, Yeah. Yeah. McNeil finishing third behind jazz was unfortunate. Also um, is I, I uh, haven't checked on this. What is jazz's injury? It's his back. Isn't it the one he hurt against? I, the I think so, but I think he's on the injured list now. No, Jazz is hurt. I thought so. Yeah, he's on the IL. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm sure it doesn't seem like it's like a. Yeah, it's an ailing back. Um, he hasn't played since June 28th. And was, I mean, that was only that, like a few days ago, but yeah. It yeah, was re- before it was... that he'd taken the 26th and 27th off. Um, right. So I like, found I found his involvement in the trade for Rudy Gobert, very weird. Is that you, basketball? You shut up. That's a little, that's a little, that's <laughs> a little that, Utah that's, jazz joke that's for That's basketball? Yeah. We're oh, not doing basketball, okay? okay. That's, a little, that's a little Utah We're not gonna jazz be doing joke it. for the gang. Oh, what, what gang? For the, for you guys, for the, and the viewers, listeners, oh. no viewers. Viewers? 
we're an Is audio watching medium. us no we're an audio medium rich no one's watching you no one rich you actually intentionally avoid being watched at all i think Rich, yeah. is your um? I just want to be the first to ask because I feel like it's a little insensitive. Um, is your dog okay? She's happy now. She Good. got a Good. got a little treat. Aww. Went out went outside for a minute. She's never been happier. Ah, and I'm how's happy your for her. and how's your rash doing? What you're the you're the rash guy here. That's true. What, I did have, what is I, happening? I wanted to know how his rash was doing, and he has a rash. Yeah, he sent me a photo. And he said, how's my rash looking? And Sam has a rash that he sent to the entire 68-person Twitter DM. How said, did I miss this that? Out, y'all. I had an allergic reaction. Wait, there. how did I miss that? I, I a, missed it, too. You guys but... missed the fact that I had a full-body rash last week? How did you miss it? Did this? you say something? It was like hives or something? I oh, thought you, I was you talk about hives. You did talk, I feel like you did talk about hives, yeah. I was finishing a, a course of antibiotics in the okay. la- same night that I took the last one. Okay. I ate lobster for the first time in roughly a decade. Yeah. And you're uh, allergic now? No. And I thought that the rash was breaking out because of the lobster. And I was like, oh, man, I guess I'm allergic to lobster. Okay. But it, it persisted for almost a week. Huh. And like it only it started fading after like four or five days. So... I, I come to the conclusion based on, you know, putting my head together with my father, who's a doctor, uh, that a food allergy would not have had a reaction that lasted that long. Right. Um, and it had to be the antibiotics. What kind of but doctor is he? My dad is a cardiologist and he is an avid cool. listener to this podcast. Oh, hi, Sam's dad. Hi, so, hi Mr. Love, Dr. Lovewoods. Probably hearing Dr. this miss. Yeah. Um, what is sorry. his favorite 1986 movie? That's a good question. Tell him Richard. to sound off in the comments. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dad, text me and I'll... Could you, is there any chance you could get a recording of him and drop it in like right here of him answering He's, that well, question? Because or... you said that. I bet it's Highlander. Probably going to send me one. Um, I hope he does. He, I just got a text. I was like, did he just text me? Does he, is he watching somehow? No. Um, <laughs> it was not my dad. Mm. Um, this is... I am all kinds of all over. My brain is in moving in 17 different directions. I, I can ask him, but Please he'll do. also probably know before I can ask him because he's going to listen to this in the morning. Right, but I wanted you to drop in his thing before you posted it. Yeah. No. I have not... to get the answer first. Yeah, can you not do that? Or... We can no, have people like guests too. We can do a mailbag just where yeah. it's exclusively. That's fair, but I don't, know, I don't know a lot about Sam's dad. So. I don't either. Tweet about tweet about the tweet at us at the PGE Pod, telling us what you think uh, my dad's favorite movie from 1986 is. Just okay, guess. and the in, the information we have at him about him is that he is a cardiologist. Yes, he was also 22 in 1986. Okay, he that is, does help. That does he help. Is, he was. Uh, it's recently. definitely Top Gun. Then it's definitely Top Gun. Oh, that's a good point. He had definitely just finished. It, it could be platoon too, though. There was no plus, There was no second platoon. I said I think, it could be pl- Jack. It could yeah, like come on. They, 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 they were only in there once. All right, Abigail. Like know your history, please. It, maybe it could be. It could be Night at the Museum too. Sam did freeze. Oh, oh I froze. Poor person. guy. It could yeah. be what? I was gonna say that it could be Night at the Museum too. Yeah, that's also possible. But you could like mm-hmm. shut up. Go freeze again, dummy. I'm sorry. My internet connection is apparently unstable, mm-hmm. even though I'm five feet from the router. 
You know whose perspective I think would be good on this one too is uh, Nick Davis. I'm sure if we threw Nick into this this like quatrain right now, he'd be this quartet. He'd be very quatrain. Quatrain is not is a poetry right class. I'm an English major. Hey, hey, Sam hey, 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 you're talking to a fellow ex English major. Yeah, I say ex because I graduated college a while ago. Um, I think Nick would be thoroughly confused by what's happening right now, but I'm sure he have opinions on 80s movies. Have you guys figured out what movie I've been quoting yet or no? No, but I want to say that ex English major is my least favorite X Men. The the X X Men, hold on, they don't just have X at the start of some of them do. As the resident X Men guy, some of them do. They're, the they're, resident how about X-Men you exclude guy. yourself from this conversation? Brother? Wow. <laughs> I read a lot of X-Men comics. They're my favorite. Wow. Uh, we got my a favorite. Comic, we got a comic book guy over yes. here. Oh, you love Marvel. <laughs> um, to answer your question, my favorite X-Men is probably Nightcrawler because he's sure. Cool. Sure. He's a cool one. Um, he's was that uh, was that Alan Cumming, right? It was the... Alan Cumming. Yeah, he's, he he's was, cool in that. He was they weirdly... allowed that in movies. <laughs> He was. I got Richard. Uh, see, I don't edit. Doctor Lebowitz turning Alan, off the Alan, turning off the podcast. Alan Cumming no. is in one of my favorite, favorite, favorite films of all time. Is it the one you've been quoting? No, is I mean it, I do love the movie I've been quoting, but uh, is it Spy Kids? No, because he's is in it lewd. It is Josie and the Pussycats. Oh, oh it's one of my favorite movies. I've television. seen it a million times. We're not on television. Uh, it's a perfect film. He's great in it. Yeah. Anyways, uh, my favorite Alan Cumming Nightcrawler story is that he was in the movie he was in, and then he was not in the sequel to it um, because he didn't want to do the makeup for the character anymore because it's a, the character. It's is a blue. lot. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's blue. Yeah. It's he's just a blue guy with with markings on his in a blue world. I thought you were about to start quoting blue Eiffel sixty five. Yeah. I thought I would <laughs> never do that. I would literally he never blue himself. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, and he he was like, no, nah, I don't want to do that again. And then they sure. never, they did not even once in that movie. And there yeah. are there are a bajillion characters in X Men: The Last Stand. They did not once reference Nightcrawler. No. They did not explain why he was absent from that movie. They just pretended like he wasn't there anymore. And he was well, he was he wasn't. So. Yeah, he wasn't. Giving him the uh, giving him the Doc and Daryl treatment, a la uh, post eighties. New York Mets. Am I right? Jack's really trying to bring this back. That's a good segue, though. I'm really proud of him for trying. Yeah. Yeah. I think when we get to X-Men chat is when we should probably bring it back to baseball. Have you guys... I haven't watched the Keith thing. Have you guys seen it? No. No, I want to. Rich, Um, have you seen it yet? Watch it live right now. Amazing. Let's do it. I mean, I I read the Keith transcript. Uh, have you have you guys gotten a chance to take a look at this thing that they pulled from like, like, okay, so for some context, and this is probably the last like silly tangent I will offer the group, um, but it had to do with the Anthrocon that takes place in Pittsburgh every couple years or so, oh, also furry. known as the furry convention. Um, I recently discovered that the Mets broadcast team uh it was only gary and keith there was no ron on this one um but they were calling a game uh in pittsburgh that the mets were playing in like july of 2009 and it coincided with this event 
And they had Keith and Gary on the air just talking about this experience of like getting out of their hotel with I think an event. I think an event that is happening this weekend. Yes, if I'm yeah, not mistaken. It's, topical. Yeah. it's it's very yeah. topical. It's yeah. basically why this has come around, but I'm gonna pull it up right now. Um, while you do that, yes. I want to say, yes, this is happening right now because every year in early July, Andrew McCutcheon, Andrew McCutcheon, yeah, who, who notably spent a few years in Pittsburgh, you know, was pretty good there. He usually does it on July 5th. He did it on July 1st this year. Um, tweets just the word furries. Furries. That's it. And it's hysterical. <laughs> Sex gifts. It is kind of like if, like, because he was basically, like, the figurehead for that team for, like, what, five, six years? Like, imagine if, like, David Wright were tweeting hot dogs every July 4th that they had the hot dog eating. I think those, weird... are, those are a little different, Jack. You just tweeting. No, I know it's weird. Every I'm July trying to think 4th. of weird things that, what about if he were tweeting like Santa, like every not time Christmas. there was SantaCon? No, 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 not oh. on Christmas, not on Christmas. I Don't. mean, SantaCon. Oh, hold on. You're making weird false equivalencies and Sam's the dummy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause I'm Sam trying. Is the dummy. Got him. Yeah, Rich has Rich me. If God ain't got me, I know Rich Staff got me. Can I get um, an amen? It's like it's like if Brian Giles was tweeting, probably not Brian Giles, but Brian Giles was tweeting superheroes when San Diego Comic Con happens every year. You tried. Listen, I respect it. You tried this time, Sam. I I yeah. I, I had your back. I stood up for you. Okay. <laughs> That's uh, what you did. I've got the script right here. Adrian uh, Gonzalez, maybe from from Mr. X Men over here. It's like I, if uh, yeah. every time that uh, Mayor builds a bungle, <laughs> he, he did a bungle. David Wright, he tweeted out. He said, "Bungle." <laughs> what was that noise right? before you finished? <laughs> my, <that>? no, my <laughs> phone, my phone fell on the floor. That was a great combination. <laughs> did a bungle. He doesn't he doesn't listen, right? <laughs> Mayor the bungler? If he does, we're screwed. Yeah. Oh, he, what is he gonna do? I mean now? he's not in power anymore. Yeah, yeah he has no uh he wields no power. Come does on, the car, does the car <laughs> so big? <laughs> Does, does the current mayor listen? Um, I don't think it might. I don't know. We don't really talk about Eric Adams ever since they like he lost all that money in Bitcoin. There do you hasn't guys been ever anything, like do you guys ever talk money. about ghosts? Because that probably spooked him off. He's this afraid he doesn't, doesn't like ghosts. Have, this doesn't have the funk he requires. We're not <laughs> we're not bringing back the soul. Yeah, none of us have gotten uh, none of us have gotten paralyzed while recording. So he probably it probably isn't uh, his favorite. Podcast. I gotta be honest with you guys. I have no idea what you're talking about. My you don't know this. Oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, press Rich, conference Rich I ever watched. Her. I don't was, live in the city. Uh, my favorite podcast was when uh Pennsylvania treasurer Arba Dwyer <laughs> went up with oh, no, 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 Rich no, Richard. No, 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 Sam, can you no, mute no, him? Nope. No, 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 no Dwyer. Someone was asking Eric Adams about yeah. His, his favorite concert. Oh, oh, oh I do yeah. miss. Okay, yes. yes, yes. And he's like, you know, it, it yeah, was a he great chose show. the one where yeah. the light rig came down and it paralyzed him for the rest of his life. But before that, it was a real showstopper. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 
No, I think the light stand falling was the showstopper. Yeah, yeah, he it was it was rather. I'm about to be the showstopper when I kill you live on air. <laughs> what? <laughs> just this is a, a weird murder turn. Pod. This is no, we're not Boring. doing murder pod. Rich, no, I will just say I don't know anybody who deserves to get chopped up and fed to a hungry plant. So. This episode is getting oh, she's doing, doing little, little shop, shop of horrors. horrors. One of my favorite movies. She's doing little shop. Argu- she- arguably my favorite musical. She yeah. see, I just yeah. set her up for that. That was planned. That was easy. There that you was- go. That's that's exactly why he threatened to murder me. Yeah. The only that's yeah. no other reason. Keep that in was menacing Jeez. they they got him they got rich oh no he got did, got did he mute himself or did no they came what, what if i do one of those things where i'm like oh my god <laughs> now he's muting himself now we muted himself this is just a game then. i'm gonna no, click, click ash to unmute yeah because this is me. so serious to everyone else jeff do we want to play our game do we do do we want yeah. to jump into the yeah. game okay yeah what is it connect for no, no, it's uh, among us. This is actually baseball. It's a baseball podcast. Yeah, we're gonna do some comps oh. with episode eighty-six. Right. Um, yeah. So episode, okay. Yeah. Why episode eighty-six? Forty-four. No, we already did that. Why? Why, why is it episode forty-two <laughs> more math, than math? 44? Math. You Sam, exactly. you want to you want to you want to take the lead on this one? I'll try. Okay, uh-huh. basically, we're gonna do some comps and like pick eighty six Mets that map onto current Mets based on vibes. Do we have to pick eighty six of them, or could we just do one? Is that Willie Randolph. <laughs> yeah, Abigail is showing us a Willie Randolph bobblehead right now. It I, was it was within it was within reach. He was he was neither an eighty six Met or a current Met. No, I just he, he Mayor Willie de he happened, to, <laughs> <laughs> he happened to catch my eye. He's uh, this episode he stands, may never see the light. He's standing next to a a uh, a Mike Cameron bobblehead doll who is oh. wearing forty four. <laughs> Why? I thank you for sharing. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, he normally wears 44, Rich. This one's not part of the joke. Yeah, no, he's. This uh, isn't a joke. A is this all a joke to you? There's a shirt on my wall of his that also has 44 on it. Why do you have his shirt? Where do you get? Why does he? I don't why know, does like online. He was. He was my favorite. My favorite player. Okay, why was game? Why was he? Yeah, go back 44? to the game. The game. All right, right. I got the game. Here, yeah, here's Rich, the game. Yeah, here's the Rich. Game. Okay. The, the Michael Douglas, Sean Penn movie. Yeah, sure. If, if that helps, if that's an 86 thing that Sean helps. Penn Island? It's not from 86. No, it's from the um, 90s. Okay, so basically... David Fincher. Uh, because the this team, as we've said time and time again, is like just doing things that repeatedly uh, come up in the history books only one other time, that time being the 1986 team, the fact that like they're doing as well as they are this early in July, like there are so many comps, we've gone through so many of them, just the raw, this team is like the 86 team comps, but we haven't actually dug into like on a player to player level, like where this really works. Um, so I've, I've taken the liberty, obviously there are a lot of guys on the roster that people like, I've just picked nine and like, we'll go through a couple more afterwards if we want. But the idea here is to really, I think as a group sort of workshop the idea of what kind of player we see uh, 
what kind of player we see between the 86 team and the 22 team based on role with the team, like just in terms of what they bring to the table, what, who they're like, um, but also just in terms of vibes, right? Cause some guys just carry energies that parallel. Um, before we do, team. before we do, I just want to, um, you were mentioning the comparisons between the 86 team and the current team. I want to make it violently clear going back to my dad. He had just graduated college and he was 22 when the Mets won the world series in 1986. I just graduated college and I'm 22. So Aww. let's, uh, let's, let's win this damn thing. Maybe. I don't know. Continue Jack. Sorry. I well, No, I mean, the thing about that though, Sam, is that if that happens, you have to also have a son or a daughter or you have to have a kid and you have to wait till they're 22 at that point for this to happen. Like, so really like you gotta be careful here. This is, it's 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 all part of like that you know that cycle um yeah you ever seen the lion king he didn't have me until 14 years after 86 so right so for him how long has he had to wait like oh good good point you know you're you're basically setting yourself up um anyway i'm getting like i'm getting railed in the uh the chat so i'm just gonna throw out the first name and we can talk about this so Let's talk Pete Alonso. Who on the 86 team does Pete Alonso parallel? I have a vague idea. Not, not like overly in terms of how he plays or whatever, yeah. but in terms of being a nice smiley doof who just seems like very nice to be around. He has a very emanating Gary Carter I, energy. As soon as That's you said a, a nice... Uh, yeah. A nice guy. I was like, he's gonna be saying Gary Carter. Yeah. I'm down. I, I think like that's that. very real. Also, think, a lot yeah. of a lot of um, like exuberance. You know, like just like his his energy is really infectious, and uh, they I don't have know, the every, energy like, of a kid who's like on their first day of recess ever. They're yeah. like, whoa, yeah. monkey bars, no way. <laughs> and that's just them for five years. Yeah. yeah. I think that Pete, in his head is the Keith Hernandez of this team because he's the first baseman and like people. I think he just... also wants to feel captainish and sure. the, yeah. the fun part yeah. is that was also what Gary Carter thought he was on that team. Right. Yeah. Carter was also kind of captainish. I think that the Carter comp is really good. I think you could even apply it. Like, I mean, God knows the Mets will never have a catcher on this team this year. That's like Gary Carter or any of the good catchers they've ever had. But like, I think in terms James of like, I think James McCann fancies himself a little like Gary Carter. I think you could be quiet. About, <laughs> yeah, I, about that I think you could. I think you could sit this one out. I want to um, just throw out. Uh, I know he's not with the team right now, but Patrick Mazika, you know, has a real. Oh. No, I don't know. I I do like Patrick Mazika. He's got some some real hammer hammers. You know I what love, I'm talking I love about. Him. He's got a bit of Mackie Sasser in him. I think. I'd like to Mack his Sasser. You have to cut that out, right? Yeah, <laughs> leave it in. That was a we. That was a that was a rare rich staff L. The bot will be posting about that one. Sasser, I hardly know her. Well, now you can't cut it out because you got to leave that really good joke. You got to leave that one in. But Pete also like just as a player, probably like I mean the power thing is definitely like maybe he's more like Strawberry in terms of like how he fits in the lineup, right? Because Strawberry was basically the one guy who like would just launch balls into orbit and clear the bases um, on that team. Like Keith would get on base 
and either Strawberry or Carter would get him in. But I feel like Straw might have been batting ahead of Carter more often. Uh, maybe I'm getting I'm getting railed again. So I'm just gonna move on. I, I like the Carter. I, I want to go back for a second because I think you're dead right in terms of the vibes. I, it's it's Gary Carter. Like it yeah. has to be. Yeah. Because they're both like silly with a little bit of naivete to them. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, we saw in the Nick Davis doc that Gary had a very specific vibe with this team. And I would not be shocked if Pete had a similar vibe. I don't think we have quite the same crazy type of group here, but like you, I think you guys know what I mean is that he's just a bit goofy and yeah. that there has to be some like in jokes about him that he doesn't know about. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I always like, think that he, he's like very sincere and everything. I think he's in on the joke too. I think uh, there might be a little out group there. Like, well, like the ad that he did, the window shield ad. Yeah, the car shield. He's they funny in them. Make fun of him for that. He definitely thinks that's really good. Yeah. I find him funny in them. He's good. No, he's good. He's but it's also because one of, those of his because of how uh, you know he has that he has that athlete thing, right? It's like it's like a lot of times when like an athlete will host SNL or something like there's a specific kind of cadence that they often use when telling jokes. And I don't know, I think it works for him. He's, okay. he's a nice boy. Is yeah. Like he's the very best genuine. I want to throw one out there. Cause we're going to move on. I want to throw one out. I don't know if Jack, I don't know if this is, this is your next name, but I think the Keith of this team is probably Jeff McNeil. Jack's making a face. I uh, don't see. I have a very specific image of McNeil. That feels okay. not cool enough. Can I? Can McNeil, I defend I, my hypothesis? I, to point I to weirdly. On the I team? think McNeil is really cool. Can I? Can <laughs> I defend my hypothesis? I do. Yeah, Sam. Yeah, what's the, what's, I'd love to hear it. Yeah, let me defend my thesis. I think it, it's exact. It's because I think that Keith loves hitting so much. I think Jeff and him would have the same kind of like, I just want to be hitting all the time. I love hitting. I think that Jeff's reactions when he misses pitches to hit and like pops out, I think that that's like very early career Keith, mm. like Cardinals Keith before mm. he like mellowed out in his thirties and like tried settling down. Like I think that maps pretty well. Cause I think how old is Jeff? He's 30 now? He's 30. I think yeah, he like 30? just recently turned 30. Okay. Potentially. He's too old to do that is a good point to make. Oh, here. I'm not saying that. Yeah. I, I think, think everything he does is great. Right. That way. But, yeah. um, okay. but yeah. that, that's, I think that that is a pretty strong comparison. And I think there's similar types of hitters. They're high average mm. guys that hit mm -hmm. a lot of line drives and occasionally we'll hit a home run and when they do it's like oh yeah yeah right because yeah. that's that was the issue with jeff last right. year is that he was trying too much to hit home runs and then was like this isn't working i think i see a lot of those things in mcneil and also in keith but i feel like the thing that probably like distinguishes the two guys um is that I think that Keith probably there are more defining features to him than what you're referring to. Whereas in a guy like Lenny Dykstra or Wally Backman, you see the same sort of like not a lot of power, high average, 
Also, I think either of those two would work because Jeff McNeil absolutely pisses off the opposition in a way that those two guys do that Keith maybe didn't as much. Like the, McNeil is definitely the guy that gets under people's skin. Probably also like to, I mean, we've seen it to an extent in the dugout. Like he's very, very intense. Um, I do think, you think that he's it, curbed that a, a good amount. I mean, it seems his relationships with the. Oh, the relationships. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, the only other guy I think, that I could map on to Keith and like, and it's like I feel much more tangential, is like Mark Hanna. Huh. That's uh, Keith likes food, but also Keith likes golf, right? Yeah. And so does Jeff. I so, think the thing mm, about makes Keith, you think. What would offend him most about this comparison is the fact that McNeil got sliced and diced and choked in the throat, Mark McGrath style in the dugout. And Keith would not allow himself to lose a fight. Right. That's fair. That's fair. But then again, like who on the team do we think in that regard would be Keith? Because I, I mean, maybe Keith is Lindor then, or Lindor is. Fielding capabilities. And leadership. Yeah. You know? That could Just work actually. Being like the faces of the team in sure. some ways on like a public front. Yeah. That's who I would think of as, as the key. And I, after not having been on the team for super long, sort of just immediately. Like the piece that really started them being legitimate. Yeah. 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 That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. That's another thing too. Although Carter came in after Keith and I think that's probably the move that like, if Nick were here, he would say like, that's what may turn them into like, potentially the best team in the East was when they got Carter. But no, I think that that's legit. I think my only last thought on like McNeil, and then we can probably move on, is that like, I think about, I, when I think of the 86 team, I think of like four guys. There are four guys who stood out the most, right? It was Keith and Gary and Doc and Daryl. Um, this team, I think those four guys and maybe it's not really fair to Jeff, but I think that he's a little bit, he's probably like on the fringes and the four guys are DeGrom, Alonzo, Scherzer, and Lindor. Um, again, that might not be very fair because like DeGrom hasn't played at all and McNeil's having a really good year. But I think that in the same way that like Dykstra becomes like that next guy, like top of the line beneath those four, I think of McNeil in the same way too. Um but I don't know. That's a very like subjective ranking system that I have where like, I feel almost as though McNeil is sort of a guy that on your team, like he puts you over the top um, when you have a nucleus next to him. Um, again, maybe I'm not giving him a whole lot of credit, but I'll, I'll leave that to, to everyone else. What I'm wondering, what I'm wondering is why, when you think of these two teams, you think of four and four. Yeah. <laughs> Elaborate please. <laughs> That was good. That was good. Oh my god! Like that one. That was you actually see, really good. <laughs> you see, a guy, um, a guy like me, is a Calvin Chiraldi head. <laughs> so one thing that uh, I've learned over these past few months is, or at least in the way I think of it, is which of the weirdos on this team would reanimated President Richard Nixon send letters to, saying, "I would love to kiss you on the forehead." Plug the piece. This is your lane. Yeah. Who would it be? Uh, I feel like he would really like pretty much everyone 
you mentioned at the top of the line guys, mm-hmm. he he would say, "Wow, Max Scherzer, you got a great fastball, don't you?" And he would got give great him eyes. world's wettest handshake. And <laughs> there's there's something wrong, Abigail. Do you not like wet handshakes from the president? No, I think uh, Sam's right. You should um, just really briefly plug your your piece. Yeah, uh, Defector, our favorite defecting website was, and our beautiful David Roth was insane enough to give me a space to write about Richard Nixon loving the New York Mets and sitting essentially on his deathbed and writing letters to Keith Hernandez saying, listen, buddy, the Mets need you. This team is bad. And as I think I could say four people here who are very, very sick, uh, very ill in the team we follow, I think we could see a lot of ourselves in this man with millions of Vietnamese bodies on his hands. Whoa. I think you could agree. <laughs> Shit. Hey, hey, he's not lying. <clears throat> I didn't expect him to go there. I didn't, I didn't either, but I, I do approve of it. Um, it's a really, really fantastic article. It is incredibly yeah. well-written. It is funny. It talks to some interesting folks. I highly recommend it. Yes. And special shout out to Ron Darling, uh, mm-hmm. David Cohn, and Ed Lynch, who somehow picked up their phones and said, let me talk to this guy about Richard <laughs> Nixon. Oh, that's um, great. It is a great article. It's a fantastic. It's a fantastic article. And if you like Rich's writing, you may not have to wait long for... The next piece, all yeah. I'll say. He's, he's been teasing us with it. I'm it's aware coming. of. Do you know what it is? I do know what it is. Oh man! And I'm very much looking forward to it. Oh man, I'm so jealous. See, now you have to stay tuned for a little bit longer, and you'll find out what it is. Roughly, <laughs> I like three weeks or so, Rich. Two to three weeks. Yeah, somewhere around like fifteen days or so. Nice. Okay. Um quickly because we got like three minutes before this zoom runs out so um do we want to plug are we going to do lindor for keith is that what we're going with because i actually like that one now i'd like to see that, Keith yeah. wearing an earring yeah i've i how keith would feel about being mapped onto lindor that's another topic of conversation it depends but, how well lindor is doing because like when he's doing well keith would absolutely own that comp keith depends, loves to just plug it, it when he's doing when, when it's like good it might, time it might depend on the color of his hair that too yeah i mean we all know keith has his uh his biases and whatnot i mean he 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 when he likes his players he really likes them when he doesn't like them he, he i remember them. earlier in the day, he was so gung-ho on escobar yeah can we ask yeah, Lindor his thoughts on RFK Jr.? <laughs> no, we don't need to. Let's um, move on. Yeah. Should we just uh, should we just take this opportunity? Because I don't think we're going to be. My, my eyes just went so wide. Yeah. <laughs> let's uh, let's uh, let's pause for station ID again. And we're back. Um, third Zoom. Keeping going with comping Mets from 1986 to. 2022 and jack who's next on our list well who do we have for mcneil is it is it dykstra unfortunately it might have to be i feel like dykstra is the the comp and the the thing about door though that's tricky is that like some of these guys 
don't really like, I mean, the team is not a carbon copy of the 86 team, right? Like Lindor stands out from the 86 group in a lot of ways because of what he offers at his position, um, because of the fact that like he's a switch hitter. And I think aside from like Mookie, the 86 team didn't really, and, and Howard Johnson, but Hojo didn't really play that much that year. Um, it's not like the best, I think comp doesn't carry over the same way, but let's go to pitchers for a second. Because um, Max Scherzer and Jacob deGrom are like a pair of aces. Um, and I think it's interesting just in the sense that the 86 team, I think it would best be described as obviously a very strong rotation, but a rotation nonetheless that was very much led by Dwight Gooden with a very solid combination of two starters behind him, um, you know, between Darling, Ojeda, Fernandez, and I guess Rick Aguilera. But yeah, how do we want to split that? I think Bassett is probably Sid. Yeah, that works. I think, I think that, that would work. I think that works as a guy who just doesn't really doesn't throw that hard, but he kind of just chucks junk up there and he's a workhorse. Or yeah. Sid could be cookie. I think Darling, I think Bassett's more like Darling because of just how like open he is in terms of like talking about but Ron approach. was Ron was a younger guy. Right. Ron was like Ron was basically that's where they don't really fit. Because the 86 team also, the thing that's really different, I think, from the 22 team is that 86 was like this progression of adding guys, but also growing guys at the same time. Whereas 2022 is a lot more of just like this almost pet project of sticking a bunch of really good players on a roster and seeing like how well that machine would run. Um, so yeah, I don't know if Bassett. In that regard, Bassett really is, yeah, I guess. But Sid was a homegrown guy, too. Sid didn't come from anywhere. Um, he was a little bit older, but he was also sort of like a player that they had grown. Ojeda was an acquisition. Maybe Ojeda was more like Bassett in that way. I don't know. But between, like, DeGrom and Scherzer, vibe, it's very hard with Scherzer because, like, there's just no one like him. I don't really – I almost shudder to make a comp with the guy because there's just nobody – He'll, he'll find out you said it. The closest thing to on-field personality, and I hate to say it, is Lenny. Yeah. Yeah. Just they are very, very different. Very different off the field, but when they're competing, they are psychos. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Ohio had a little bit in that of him of that in him too. Yeah, he had that dog in him. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that, De, I mean, DeGrom is, is Doc. Yeah. Um, I know we haven't seen DeGrom this year, but like the guy who you circle on your calendar is pitching every fifth day. Like that's a DeGrom start. I can't miss that one. Um, and he kind of is quiet about it on the mound, uh, and like knows he's better than you. Yeah. That's pretty simple. Yeah. Um, excuse me uh in what terms of there? You, she's showing us the dm jack okay sorry moving on yeah in terms of um i'm not where do we go from here well i don't okay so i don't really know if there's like a player comp that works for scherzer in terms of contribution if Doc, if Jacob is Doc, maybe there are just two Docs on this team because Scherzer Day is I mean, also kind of like cool. a big deal. I think it is really cool too. Yeah, I think it's cool that they got two of them. Um, 
What about Nemo? Oh, that's a fun one to think interesting. about. I, I could definitely do a post-career projection. Uh-oh. <laughs> Are you sure you want is it, to? Uh, is it someone that we've mentioned already? Sam and you I just did this heard last of, uh, week hmm. for five Lenny Dykstra? Shut it down. Yeah. I, I don't know. He might have a little more of a, a Daryl thing post. Yeah, oh, because of the church. Know? We love Jesus, folks, by the way. But... uh. I don't know. There's not enough outward QAnon posting, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. I think Nemo's like Mookie. I've got a Mookie comp with Nemo, honestly. Because mm-hmm. I could go Mookie with that. Is also Mookie is also a fairly religious person. And they both smile. Yeah, they both very smile happy. Yeah. They run around all yeah. the time. I think that's the thing about it, though, is that Nemo probably has just more skill than Mookie did like he has more to offer I think Mookie probably is like if you're still in the camp that like Nemo's a fourth outfielder the Mookie comp is like a perfect comp but really like Nemo is the best if not the second best offensive player on the team like what he offers in terms of like the role they have I'd say Nemo might even be the key but in terms of just like who I see, how they stack up. Like, I guess I would take Mookie. Puts up good at-bats too, which was his thing. When I look at the 86 Mets, it well, everything you're saying makes a lot of sense, especially because if I look at this team, the one I look at and I think, I can imagine that guy saying, oh, Gorsh, and chuckling. It's like, yeah, Mookie Wilson probably says like Gorsh once in a while yeah. or like on the, on the pitch that almost kneecapped him that he got out of the way of, he was definitely going yeet or something like yeah, that. Making it some kind goes of, right by his knees yeah. and he, he does like the goofy I'm falling into the well noise. He goes like, oh, ho, ho, ho. you see? Yeah. yeah you yeah, get yeah, sound yeah. effects too while you sound bite. That's a great Richard, Richard staff sound bite too. Just that. here. Here's a question. Yeah. Who is Starling Marte? I actually have sort of an answer. He's, he's not going to get decapitate anyone's cat but he is of don't give me a look it happened all right he's not going to rip any cat's head off but he is that same level of mitchell cool that i think you look at him you're like damn this guy's cool and you know it helps that they're both good okay well i didn't know about that story and i want to be clear i'm very upset by it did you not watch the documentary Kevin Mitchell says he didn't do that. So I don't know. There was I think like I, a, I still like have it taped. I just like never actually. There's like a running, there was like a running thing with the team that Mitchell was so cool and closed off that he was mysterious and no one on the right. team really knew about his history. And right. there was like like rumors. Legends yeah. about him. Uh-huh. Rumors. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's one of those things. I mean, I sort of just that yeah. could, yeah, that could work. Um, like I feel like in terms of the uh guy, like middle of the order, right-handed bat of it all, that like was a late-ish add to the team. Like in terms of like came the offseason before, there's like a little bit of Ray Knight. I was thinking Ray Knight too. I had the veteran thing going. I think also like. I think he's like Mitchell and Knight in terms of like where he stands with the team. Like those two were both very popular and yeah, in their own right, like they were both kind of leaders in a way. 
Yeah, um, he's got the like, he's got the like veteran offseason ad helps the lineup that Ray Knight had with Mitchell's swagger. He also doesn't get nearly as as much credit as most of the players in this lineup right now. He was well, literally on, the World on, Series MVP. Hold on, hold on. No, no, no. I mean, I mean Marte right now. Right. You're the one that wasn't giving him credit earlier, Jack. No, I know. It's very easy So, like, maybe... I can I can say it's true and enforce it. No? Like, no. Okay. What? Well, listen, I think that, like, it goes back into my four and four rule or whatever we're calling it. You know what I mean? No one like, called you look it at that. The, you look at the guys in this team in terms I'll, of, like, where they... How important they are, so to speak, or like how many people know about them, right? Like, I would never say that like Marte isn't important to the team, but I think it's very easy for people to forget how important he is in a way that's similar to Ray Knight. He's very reliable. Yeah, and that too. And so you can take it for granted, I think, is maybe what you're. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's, yeah. He rules. He's just great. I love him. We're on the same page. Yeah. I just, I just, yeah, I just said it wrong. Um, Can I just bring to the attention of the, the, the zoom that Marcus Stroman gave up five earned in a rehab appearance in triple A tonight? Are you serious? Yeah. In I think the was smiling in a triple A appearance in a rehab appearance. Yeah. Oh my I think, gosh. I think was, that's what was, um, what's he on the IL for? An injury? No, Lower body, I think. Okay. His calf's cramped. Yeah, something. I don't know. That this beta at work guy? I don't Rich, want it. To... Rich, I was going to just let it go. <laughs> we're not. Oh, okay, go yeah, yeah, we're going to read it back. We're going to read it back. We're going to read it back. Um, um, yeah, Marte, I think we I think we covered it on Marte, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, we got, I mean, again, I don't really have a whole lot in terms of the pitching just because, like, is, do we have a comp for Eduardo Escobar? That's a good question. Who is, is he, the Eduardo is he, Escobar comp? He's like a little. Is he? Well, I don't want to call him Tuffley because he has more power. Every single time Tuffley he steps into say. the box, Keith Hernandez does like a little grunt and he says, mm, "How would you?" <laughs> it's like Keith is here with us. A lot of mileage on the sound bites. Um, I don't think we got that one. I think my internet cut out. No, we I got it. it did. I, I heard it. I saw it. You're just not, not going to get it. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's not on the could be sorry. the Hojo. I think, yeah. Hojo he also Hojo. He didn't get a whole lot of playing time, I think. Like, he was probably, because Knight ended up playing the lion's share of third base. So Johnston got, like, bumped around the, around the like, infield a lot. Um. But he had his moments, and he had power. Uh, I don't know. It took him a while to really, like, spread his wings and become, like, a regular contributor to the team. Like, in, by 88, he was a lot uh, – he was a lot better for that. Abigail, Abigail is flapping her wings. Yeah, I'm currently you spreading my wings. the outfield thing? Is that no. what that was? No, you said – that's not an 86 said, movie. No, you, know? you said spreading his wings, and so I did that. Yeah, yeah you know, it's sometimes – People just gotta do that, you know. He's your voice he a, got very. Yeah, high. he was a peacock. You had to let him fly, you know. Are they big flying birds? What? This is another line from a movie. I thought you were the movie person, Abigail. Um, no. What you need to understand is that I haven't seen 
that many movies. I just know a lot about them. So does mm. that mean you wouldn't be good at everyone's favorite DVD board games, Seen It? I know I used to like Seen It when I was young. Seen, I haven't played it in forever. Seen, by the way, spelled like S-C-E-N. Yeah. I know I've I owned spelled it, like yeah. the name Sean, S-E-A-N. Seen I don't think wanna, that's right. I want to make sure that the, the, the listeners are aware. Can we get Sean Doolittle on? Is he here? That's a that's a that's got to be a rich connection. I, yeah, he uh, is he around? I bullied him today, but and then he bullied me, but that's okay. He's probably busy that day, anyways. He was, he was busy right showing feet at the Library of Congress. <laughs> yeah, is is can we get a confirmation on that? Oh, he was. There's video. There's pictures. Uh, this man many, was going toes out in saying. front of the Librarian of Congress. The dogs were out. Talking full ten toes salute right here. <laughs> that one really got Sam. It's okay. He, he's not going to listen to this. If he does, he's going to put a ninety-five mile an hour fastball right into my larynx. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be curtains on old Staffy. <laughs> if you, if you guys are here. Like any 10 second pocket of silence, just we're assume. just all laughing so much. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, hey, Sean. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, you listened to the podcast. That was <laughs> Richard Staff, uh, succumbed to injuries on uh, and was pronounced dead at uh, getting full Chris exactly rocked on the field too. at City Field. I think Richard, that's the way Richard would want to go out. Richard Staff, E. Cretan, 1998 to 2002. Like a baby of the year slideshow, but it's yeah, 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 yeah. Taffy Lee Fubbins. So. <laughs> yeah, no, Tiny she's baby. no, she's in the thing. She hasn't died, right? No, 1998 no, no. to 2022, flattened by Major League Fastball. There you go. I do have to say though that if Taffy Lee Fubbins isn't baby of the year, I will kill myself on live television. I just think our they didn't Levowitz. need. They didn't need to do the oral. They he didn't. He could have won without the oral. Oh yeah, keep going. If, I don't have anything to add oh, here. No. Who's the <laughs> yeah. Bart, who's the Bart Harley Jarvis of this team? Oh um, boy, that's Dyke, a good question. That's Dykstra. I think it's Chase and Shreve. They gotta get rid of him. It's so bad watching him. It's, it's really rough. EFA. Uh, I think Bart Harley Jarvis is little minor league guy by the name of Thomas George Hackamer. <laughs> Wait, how have? How is this guy. the first time for how long we've been recording that we have brought up hack? You see oh, it's ass on that guy? We're on to our third Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> We're on we to our third Zoom. If Hack doesn't listen to this, I'm going to be He's not really listen, annoyed. But he that doesn't mean no, we could be stopped to. from thinking about his bohunkus and doing like the oh Al Pacino <laughs> heat noise where you go, oh. Oh my God. I, okay. Wow. Pulling it, pulling it back just for a second. I do think it's Shreve is the Bart Harley Jarvis of this team. And if you haven't seen that, I think you should leave Skid. You're probably very lost if you're it's, listening it's to this. The, it's in the first episode of season one. You're it's probably lost no matter what. Right there. You're probably lost no matter what, because this is by far the most chaotic episode. No, this is ever. a good entry point for the podcast, I think. Yeah. Um, if it is Shreve, because we're literally, I was just chanting for him to be DFA'd, which like, get him out of here. Like, yeah. Harley Jarvis. Get him yeah. out. Get him out. And like, I'm sure he's a totally fine person i mean he's i don't simply, i don't know anything about him other sure, than that he hasn't been a good pitcher lately ever yeah. since he gave up that three-run homer to jesse winker it's all been downhill for chase and shreve it's all been home runs i mean have I, you did you notice literally 
in that game against the Astros that he pitched where he got lit up that the last time he had even pitched in an, in a game before that was against the Astros the week before, like they were literally hiding him for a week and then they brought him back in because they had no one else to go. Well, to maybe they couldn't find him and they had to, there were a few off chase him. There were, know, sure, there were, were sorry, off ignore like, what I just were, said. Wait, Abigail, are you yeah. saying they were, are you saying they were chasing Shreve? That's exactly what I'm saying. Sam. That's good. That's a good one. That's I, a took good it, one. I took it. I have something that I want to contribute. Oh, uh, Cano is good. Wilson, comma, Shreve. Fans seem to like starting season with Alonzo last year, though I don't. <laughs> Beltron and Rojas, both good hires, period. Mariznik solid, end quote. You did the Martino tweet. You, you, we just got Martino. I, we look, I, can, I can't see it anymore. I've been blocked. Yeah. The, the I think since, nine... since last year. Now I'm not sure. I, I don't know. I, I had some sort of uh, response about him being a bootlicker. Go back to writing about Richard Simmons and Bigfoot, you weirdo. Yeah, I don't know, man. That was a weird know. part. Because he wrote a really, really good article about um, Pride Month earlier that I don't think give him credit. This is not it was giving the article credit that he did with he interviewed Mark Hanna and it was. Oh, really that was fun. a really good. Yeah, that was really, I, I only was because I can't I, you know, don't see him on the timeline. But I, I did see the can of bits uh, shared yeah. and they were great. And uh, I, I continue to be really stoked that he is on the team. So we Shout should probably Mark. wrap up this uh, this game that we had going on. I don't really I mean, do we have like players that we haven't mentioned yet who have a Travis Jankowski? As I was moving joking, I was on. Just, no, I was just I was being silly. I don't think there's a comp for Edwin Diaz. <laughs> I do like Travis Jankowski. To be totally honest, I tried to think of a guy that Edwin Diaz is like. There's simply no one on that staff who struck out as many guys as Edwin Diaz does. Uh, yeah, relievers he, didn't quite look. Relievers know, come like are this. tough, exactly, to do. They were so different then, and yeah. I like them a lot because you'd have a guy who's like six five and three hundred pounds, and you're like, this guy's gonna kill someone. Like, like Charlie Kerfeld. Yeah, here he comes. He's throwing 82 with one awesome. inch of movement. Strikes you're... out one guy per 800 innings. Yeah. And yeah, he made like... eight all-star teams. And had That's... a 1.92 ERA. You're talking about like Al Roboski and like those guys. Like yeah. um, We're Quinzenberry posting here. And yeah. Get on board really, or get really run quick. over. Uh, yeah. Mets outfield prospects, Alex Ramirez. Yes. And st- wow. Interesting. Yes. Me. I, I just Stan- saw that. And Stanley Consuegra yes. has been promoted to high yes. A Brooklyn. Nice. Yes. We should go see him. Yeah. Good. That'll make Alex that Brooklyn Ramirez team. That makes that Brooklyn team so much more interesting. Yeah. Um. Anyway, shout out to Brooklyn. Yeah. Love round you. of applause in the chat for Brooklyn. I think okay. The only reliever comp that I feel comfortable doing is I think Trevor May and McDowell. Andy yeah. McDowell for a vibe no. from a vibe perspective from a vibe perspective of like righties with a bit of personality I feel like the 2022 equivalent is of uh of like McDowell's pranksterness is yeah. uh Trevor may being a twitch streamer yeah who well who that's a good question 80... who would have been a twitch streamer which one of the 86 it would have been McDowell it is would have been likely McDowell. to say poggers 
I think Otto could also work as McDowell because if you were to look at the 86 relievers and Otto is most likely to walk around the field in his bare feet, it would be it would be McDowell. We talking feeties right now? Yeah, we're talking fuda foot futa. <laughs> Some footer in the chat. Footer in the chat. Let me hear chat. a little bit more about this subject. Yeah. I'm interested. Uh, uh, I, I think I think McDowell would have been the Twitch streamer. Because yeah. of how much of a prankster he was. Yeah. Apparently, Doug Sisk was also a huge prankster, but he wasn't nearly as good as McDowell. So it was a little bit. <laughs> For less. some reason, I thought, I thought you said prankster. Like Frankster. with an F. This guy's a real prankster. There'll be a lot People of prankers out tomorrow. Prankster? Now yeah, know how eating. to treat the prankster. Eating a lot of a lot of hot dogs, a lot of prankers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's prankster is actually what they call Joey Chestnut at home. You ever see that video of the dude? Who's like inhaling hot dogs and then he spits them out? No, it's pretty cool. No, that's that's a mirror. It, did you make no, that video? No, it's a guy. He's like shirtless I, in the middle I, of a trailer park. I did hope you this make guy that? doesn't. I hope this guy like, doesn't frank off. He's like, I'm the number number one hot dog shooter in the Northwest, maybe the Rich, whole world. And he goes like, a guy to get mad at. Rich, did you make goes, this video? <laughs> he spits them out. Rich, did you make this video? It was posted at Does he three say- in the morning and it has three views. <laughs> Does- <laughs> look, look, listen. This is a real Hold thing. Up. Sam, what did you search to find it? I didn't actually, I didn't. I was doing the bozo. Oh. Bit. This guy, he had a handful of hot dogs in like a package and he inhales them like a vacuum. He goes, hoo, hoo, and then he goes, and he spits them out fully formed. Like, like, or do they shoot out? Is it like machine gun fire? Here's what I'm picturing. No, I'm picturing, they come out like I'm a picturing shotgun uh, the the um, John Boy coming out of the anaconda in Anaconda. Why is it John Boy? John 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 Voight. John Boy. All right, so there's this fucking Watching anaconda. Baseball. He's like mad. He's like, get out of my mouth. This yeah. guy over here. He's like, what are you doing? And have you ever not been able to get your anaconda up? Uh, this video is sponsored by Roman. <laughs> it's, not, to, it's not. It's not. It's not. We're not. We're not. We're not. Um, this name. guy over here is like, oh, I'm in bed. I'm not happy. People don't talk about Doug Sisk enough. Where are my where are my Sisk heads at? How about Doug Siskelini? That's it. That's the one. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm giving you two thumbs up, Rich. Let's remember some guys. Why don't we? Because I've had enough. We're going to have to move quickly wow. on this one. I don't know when the warning is going to come in. But, I haven't um, gotten the warning yet. I'm yeah. anticipating it soon, but I think... You know that we all see the warning, right? Do you? Yeah. When we get to 10 minutes. Yeah. I, di- I didn't know that, actually. Now, Every one of yeah. us sees it. Now I'm embarrassed because I have been telling you guys when the warning's No, happen. it's nice of you. Yeah, it was sweet. Well, no, it, you're, you're a dummy for doing it. We could no, you're right. It. No, you're right. You can you call me what I am. Who wants to go first? Uh, because he mentioned the tweet, I didn't have someone lined up. Let's remember Jake Marisnik. Yeah. We well, actually, we should remember 86 guys. They're I don't all know. remember. They're all memorable, though. We remember him all the time. We remember That's... George Foster on this day. Yes. Let's remember oh, George Foster, Rich. Tell a guy, him. A guy who was a very Jason Bay sort of signing just wasn't very good he was a nice guy and ray knight decided to punch a cincinnati red in the back of the skull and george foster said no thanks and he took a seat 
And he said, sorry, buddy. Either everyone does the crime or no one does. They gave him the boot. And that was the end of old George. Wow. Wasn't Foster kind of good, though, like before 86? No. He had a he was all right. season or two when the team was bad, but he was good. He was god-awful in 86. Yeah, he was. He was very – he was also, like, at that point, like, 40, right? Yeah. Like, also, it was kind of – Also, Dominic Hamill is also going to Brooklyn, is also being sent up. He wasn't on the 86 team. I know. I just wanted gonna, to say that. I'm going to say um, let's remember Rafael Santana. That's a good one. Our that second one favorite works. Santana. Let's because, go. Uh, I will say that once when I was a kid, uh, before a Mets game at Shea, there was like a signing and it was like a meet and greet and signing. And it was uh, Rafael Santana and Lenny Dykstra. And uh, I still have the hat that they that they signed. It was like a green Mets hat. Mm. Um, Shout out Irish people. Sure. I'm, I'm not one of them, but man, it's a hot one. Sure. Yeah. Like yeah. seven inches. No, I, I knew. From yeah, the midday sun. Rob yeah. Thomas O'Finnegan, my favorite. Well, I was doing favorite thing. I was riffing on the Santana of it all. Yeah, no, I got it. Yeah, explain more. Yeah. Um, it's a Can song, you start singing Maria Maria? No. But she reminds me of a West Side story. Can you do a vocal rendition of the intro guitar to uh um, it's like you have to scat it. You have to scat it. Uh, I'll just say that as oh, a no, shortstop, that, that was bad. As a shortstop, Santana Santana was um, awfully uh, smooth. You should be put to you sleep what? for what you're doing here. I think Jankowski's the Santana of this team. I Can think... he play guitar? He might. He's, he might. He he's, he's got, got a little Bronson Arroyo to him. Santowski. Yeah, he does. He, that's a good the comp. hair. With the hair. That's a good comp. Jankowski is also now good friends with Shakira. So. Yeah. Right. Rich, she let's left hear the her husband. Impression. We're not doing a Shakira impression. That is, that's let's not going to happen. Let's hear it. You know the terms for any good impression. You get like the six out of 10 Mike Francesa. You were asking, you, you were asking us before we started, where were we going to fit all the impressions in? That was Abigail. Oh, well, yeah, that impression. was me. And I was joking because I can't do any impressions. Okay. I can do one and it's of a cow, um, ch- like chewing. But literally all it is, is like chewing, like in a really exaggerated way, like how they do. It doesn't actually like look like anything. Do it. Do it. Okay, hold on. Oh, wow. Oh, I That's thought good. it was going to make the sound. You don't want to hear the I sound. muted myself. I'm not letting anything oh okay yeah, well, sorry she, listeners you don't get any of it i mean there was like there was like no sound she pretty much this is a visual medium so we'll yeah. not a visual this is an audio medium yeah. we'll explain it for the people who want to hear what it was mm-hmm. she just it, ma- explain for the listeners what a cow is she just chow <laughs> she just chewed um it's like i'm chewing cud you know like it's like a they have all she, these tummies and explain for know. the listeners what tummies are stomachs rich cows have four feet Oh, whoa. Why do they have four of them? Oh, he said it. He admitted it. Hey, hey, Rich, think about this. If you had 11 cows, all right. Think of of how many feet they would have. Why would you have 44 feet? Uh, This is just for us. 
and like some other people. Yeah, you know, I, what if I hit you with a Tucker Carlson impression? Oh, Everyone no. loves him. Oh God, no, no. Do it. this is an anti-Tucker Carlson podcast. We what would have to shut clear? this down for like. What if I hit you with time? a little? What is going on with a little what? <laughs> yeah, that wasn't bad. Oh, okay. I see what he did there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that wasn't too bad. Um, I, I didn't, I didn't remember a guy. Um, shit. Uh, you know what? Let's do this. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna like step away from the '80s thing for one minute. Unfortunately, wow. can't um, do that. Wow. When I saw Dom Smith, when I saw Dom Smith throwing his glove today to try he and get the ball, throw it. It fell on its own. When I saw the the glove Propulsion. detach itself from Dom Smith's hand as he went after the ball, I was fondly reminded of uh, the rule book about what happens if you were to throw your glove at the ball, whether by accident or on purpose and hit it while it was still moving, that would get ruled a ground rule triple. Not everyone knows this, but if you tried to stop the ball from getting away by throwing your glove at it while it was in play, the batter gets awarded two free bases. Um, And there was a former Met who did this, not as a Met, but uh, like a year or two before they got him. And and I don't think the video of him doing this gets nearly enough attention because like, it's the only time I think it's ever happened, at least on national TV. Like, you know, you'd have to go back to like, you know, tungsten arm or whatever era (laughs) player names, you you know, like uh, short stacks, McMurphy. Anyway, sorry, Abigail. Um, It's Duaner Sanchez. He did this as a Dodger. Um, Oh, also works because he's a reliever. He might be the Trevor May of uh, the 06 team. Or no, I guess not because he was... The opposite. Is Trevor yeah. May going to get hit by a truck? No. Donner no, Sanchez didn't he, get hit by a truck. He, what, I think what he meant was that it's the opposite because May is going to come back and help the bullpen. Yeah. And Sanchez got hit by... Got into a taxi accident. May already got hit by a truck? I just want to say... That uh, when Jack began telling his uh, his story there, and he uh, mentioned the rule book, I thought you were gonna pivot to remembering Airbud, and I was gonna say that's the wrong sport. There's um, nothing in the rule book that says Airbud never can't played play for baseball. the Mets. There's Airbud only played for the Rangers, and uh, I think like the Diamondbacks at one point. He never show me show me where in the rule book in the rule in the rule book. The rule book. <laughs> Show me Show where me in the where in the zoo book. Show me where in the wait, 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 wait. I just can we pause for one? You guys talk about something else. There's a mouse in the rule. Show me where in the rule book it says that a dog can't play major league baseball. What is going on? I don't Could. know. Abigail is getting something. Yeah, she's getting her Airbud uh, bobblehead. She's How about Airbud Harrelson. Oh, good. Let that one marinate. Third base coach, Bud Harrelson. Bud Harrelson, Joey Cora, good comp, I think. Um, You know, very animated coaches. She's back. What do we have here? It's a zoo book. Is it a zoo book? Abigail's brought up the zoo book. It's not just a zoo book. It is so many zoo books. She's got so many zoo books. This is like half of them that I have. If I was like like, eight years old still and watching cartoons on nickelodeon i would be like damn i want to be her when i grow up yeah so we got rhinos 
hippos, zebras, chimpanzees. Oh, rhinos. What is it about Mitt Romney? Oh, <laughs> Birds of prey. Animal babies. Birds of prey. That's a movie. Rattlesnakes. It's not an 86 movie. It's 2020. Penguins. Insects too, which has we're just really remembering animals effect. now. Are we remembering, remembering species? Could I, I see? Some, yeah, can you I get see an, them? an insect real quick? Yeah, it's kind of we're like, we're remembering mid two thousands infomercials. Yeah, remember some Betty Jesus. Crocker. Uh, the where's the uh, the moon shoes or moon sand? Where's moon shoes? What about the um? What about the all time love ballads, um, CD? Yeah, what happened to music choice? There was a time when you could go on cable and listen to music choice, but they've taken that away. What's going on? What is going on? Since when is music choice something that anyone could pick? I could used to be a reserved idea. I could listen to numbers down. We are not. We are not doing Tucker Carlson. Rich has convinced me. It's if I go crazy, you still call me Superman. (laughs) I don't know. Feeling confused? That's good. So am I. What is going on? I watched a lot of videos. Okay, about, you don't get on the air. I watched a lot I'm of videos about off. falconry last night. About who? Falconry. We have falconry Saski. <laughs> Rob, that one's for you. Philly oh, went today. Rob. Uh, Did the Phillies win today? Uh, I don't know. They played. Also, shout out Jerry's Familia. Keep giving up home runs, buddy. Yeah, oy, oy, oy. Um, we are not. Uh, we are not doing Jerry's chat. Okay. 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 No, the Phils won. The Phils shut out the Cardinals. Actually, yeah, we're still up eight games. Gave up four home runs yesterday. L plus Bozo. Four home runs in a row. L plus actually Bozo. seven and a half now. Um, I'm actually kind of scared of the Braves. I'm not gonna lie. They they seem to be and actually. I refuse to do Braves talk. I'm not going to do. Anything. We're not doing I Braves. Will not okay. be doing. I will Sam, not be. Yeah. You waited three hours how, for this. Sam, how are you still awake? I. Why I don't know. Very careful. Because I feel like you had because you had a like a long game. Yes, I did call a four hour like, baseball game. Before. Yeah. Do you know he's a broadcaster? By the way. What? Rich, you were always texting me about how well I'm doing. I am. I, I like to support our, our beautiful chat is fantastic work, different. Sam. And now and now we get in front of the friends and it's like, oh Sam's a broadcaster. Yeah. Yeah. I have to fun. keep you humble. Fair. You know what? I can't let my my britches get too big. Let me see them britches, Daddy. No, that's no, that's not put a pin in it. Put a it's pin you in get, it. It's it's that you get too big for your britches. Oh, well then I want them to be big. So that I never get too I big. A huge no, no, then you're too small for the britches. If the britches are too big, you're not too big for them. Wait, we I, have are we getting into we, we getting into hack merch off again? We have three minutes. Can we get hack in here to ask him yeah. his pants size? Yeah. Do you think he's? Drunk? Wait. If if they're too big for me, I can get them tailored though. I mean, uh, I don't know. Like, aren't you like 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 right next to the ocean or something? Do they make them there? Yeah, how do about they go jump in where you are? Yeah, they make they have they have actually do have clothing stores on Cape Cod. They do actually. What? Are you just on are top they of all the... are they all vineyard vines? Fucking Cape Cod. I haven't seen a vineyard vine store. Shocking. The town. <laughs> ben Affleck. <laughs> what? Boston Not sports. In... Bye. Yeah, I've I've gotten my fair share of Boston accents. What noise? 
No, we are not. No, we are not doing no, Portnoy chat. No, unless it's Portnoy's complaint, because I'm a I'm okay. a big Philip Roth fan. Even Portnoy's complaint, but his pizza's too hot. <laughs> I hate women. <laughs> Put a pin in it. Get Put, him out of here. We're not doing this. We'll get there. <laughs> get him out. Cut of his here. mic. Cut his mic. Get him out He's of there. Done. He's done. All right. This we, guy's had two, had his we got. Yeah, we got two I, minutes. We got two minutes left. I'm gonna give our guests, uh, uh, briefly, our guests. If you guys want to plug something, Abigail, plug something quick. Sure. Um, I am a, a self-taught screen printer. Um, I Twitter. make make shirts and stuff. Um, my Twitter is at bring to noise. That's B R I N G D A. N-O-Y-Z. And my website for clothing is sympatheticinker.com. That's S-Y-M-P-A-T-H-E-T-I-C-I-N-K-E-R.com. And uh, you know what? I'm going to do a thing. Uh, If you uh, use the, the discount code PGE for the next week, you'll get 20% off. Why not? Cool. Rich, yeah. 75 seconds. Go quickly. Wow. I, unfortunately, I'm an e-clown. I don't have uh, any skills, self-taught or otherwise. Uh, I tweet sometimes. I write even less frequently than that. But uh, anyone who follows me in the next week, I will kiss you right between the eyebrows and tell you how good of a nice little boy or girl or envy you are. Great. Okay, keep an eye on his uh, his Twitter for an article coming relatively soon. That's been Abigail and Rich. This has been episode 86 of the Pleasant Good Evening podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. This was chaotic. This was an absolute mess. We promise we'll be back to regularly scheduled programming Wait, next week. I thought this was probably. episode 44. Oh, my God. <laughs> for Jack Hendon, for Abigail Noy, and for Richard Staff, I've been Sam Lebowitz and Mets fans. Have a pleasant evening. <laughs> Thank you.